as the official team doctors for high school and college teams across Greater Omaha. MD West One Sports Med doctors can get you back into the game stronger than ever. Meet the Sports Med team at mdwestone.com or call 402 390 4111. It's time for another Nebraska Prep Zone report. We are sponsored today by MD West One. Nebraska's most advanced sports medicine, orthopedics, neurosurgery, and spine care, covering greater Omaha for over 70 years. I'm your host, Jake Anderson. Joining me today is Nick Rubeck. And Nick, uh, this this really does feel like soccer. It's early in the morning. We're preparing for the games to start on the pitch. Yeah, yeah I see I see the sun out a little bit. I'm sure that'll go away soon, and we'll we'll get that uh, that old England England <laughs> dim over the place and uh and be ready for it. But yeah, man, Christmas morning for all, uh, all the soccer folks out there and, um, uh, eight days to look forward to now. And, uh, yeah, let's get it going. Yeah. You're about to head down to Morrison stadium after this and it's class a first round. So let's dive right into it with class a boys that first yeah. round Omaha South Millard West Gretna Lincoln Southeast Lincoln Southwest Grand Island and Creighton prep against Millard South and junior Jays kind of snuck in this year. Yeah. Get the wild card um, and needed, you know, all four teams in front of them to win, uh, sweated out a couple of those, you know, um, South goes to a shootout. Um, Gretna falls down by two goals um, before coming back. Um, Southwest, you know, had controlled their match a little bit, but um, yeah, they, they are in, um, and, and yeah, that's the, the seven o'clock game, the night game, um, under the lights should be awesome. Uh, Millard South coach, Jim Cooney, um, retiring at the end of this year, um, 23 years with the Patriots, uh, won a state title in 08 and hasn't been back to state since then. Um, so back there this year, that should be awesome. Um, he and prep coach Tom Hoover actually grew up together, same neighborhood running around together and, uh, so that should be a, a super cool night. But, you know, before that, there's three really, really intriguing games. Um, start the day with, with South and Millard West. South has won twice. They played twice within five days, and those were very different matches. Uh, Millard West in the, in the first one uh, led uh, before South came back and won. And then in the second one, South won five to one. Um that should be interesting. I mean, that that early game at the state tournament, especially day one, is kind of a, a sleepy little game sometimes. And and uh, you couple that with a South team that has has flipped the switch on and off when it needs to. And, you know, uh, hopefully the alarm went off early for them this morning um, and, and they're ready to go. And then you, you roll into that second game, Gretna and Southeast. Um, they have not played the only match of the first round that's not a rematch. Uh, Gretna, Gretna's been there and been good all year. I know they had some injuries on the stretch, but they came back and won a very high-level district final against Bryan. Um, Southeast, you know, Southeast has been in the mix uh, all season, and, and you know they're they're kind of the one that maybe no one's talking about that uh, that you know you you spring an upset in the first round and then you catch the right break in the second round and now you're in the championship match and so. You know, they're capable of doing that for sure. Uh, and then the four o'clock game, uh, Southwest, Lincoln Southwest against Grand Island. Southwest is unbeaten, um, but Grand Island 
led them to nothing when they face off in the regular season. So I don't anticipate Grand Island going in there thinking they're a heavy underdog by any stretch of the imagination. So all in all, a, a really good slate for the first day. And then you have Omaha South <clears throat> and Gretna in one semifinal and Lincoln Southwest Creighton Prep in the other one with Southwest against over Omaha South as your title pick. Yep. Um, and it, that would be a difficult path for Southwest. As, as you know, the Packers have won three of the last seven state titles. Yeah. If Southwest wins, they would earn it. They would have absolutely earned it. Um, and I think they would tell you that they wouldn't want it any other way. You know, I think that the, the outside knock on Southwest has been, you know, who did they play? Who did they go through this year? They didn't get that Metro schedule. Um, so, you know, for them to be able to go through a Grand Island team that, that went nose to nose with them at one point to go through either a prep or a Millard South, um, and then to go through, you know, potentially in Omaha South, Gretna, someone from the other side, um, they would have absolutely won three matches that, uh, that were difficult matches to, to get to that point. So, And the thing about the Islanders, who you noted as your sleeper team, it wouldn't be totally shocking if they can pull off of the upset over Southwest to see them in that title game. Yep. They, they've got, they've got the capabilities for sure, you know, and, and that's the, that's the other thing about the bottom half of that bracket. You know, when you talk about your prep and your Millard South, those are two teams that have struggled to score goals this year. Um, and both of those coaches would be brutally honest when they told you that, um, you know, so when you have teams like that, a, a match can go any way, you know, when those two played each other the first time, um, I think it was one, nothing in a shootout. So nobody scored. Um, so you get into a semifinal and, and you struggle scoring, the other team gets an early one and, and that can be it for you. So, yeah, I mean, any one of those teams, I think honestly can find themselves in Tuesday's championship and, and not have been surprised that it happened. Yeah. It'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Jumping to the other side of class, a, the girls bracket, interesting first round matchups as well. Gretna against Carney, Lincoln East against Papillion La Vista South. Lincoln Southwest, Miller North, and Omaha Marion against North Platte. And kind of the key question to me is the one that you noted. How do the Dragons respond to their first loss? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, losing a shootout to Miller North in the district championship. Um, you know, some teams may kind of have questions about themselves. Uh, something about Gretna tells me that, that they're going to use that to their advantage. I mean, they have been consistently all season, a, a step above the rest of the state. And, you know, that is a team built for the wider field at Morrison stadium, um, a, built for a, a few rugged games in a short span um, built to score goals, built to get up early and, and really put pressure on. So um, it would not surprise me in the least if we see them completely run through this tournament. Um, it wouldn't surprise me in the least if we see them get to a semifinal against a Lincoln East and run into another talented team and, and really have to kind of dig deep to, to get through. Um, so, yeah, that 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 top half of the bracket um, is very intriguing to me. Um, the bottom half, you know, that Southwest Miller North game, I, I think it's a true toss up. Honestly, you know, I know Southwest is unbeaten. 
Um, but Miller North uh, has played some of the best soccer of the season in big spots in the Metro tournament, um, in the district tournament. Um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't expect anything less out of them uh, tomorrow afternoon in that four o'clock game. Uh, and then, you know, you get to Marion North Platte on paper. Marion is a heavy favorite, you know, history and, and recent success this season. You know, they've really kind of turned it on down the stretch. So I'd consider Marion a heavy favorite, but North Platte has gotten to this point and, uh, and, and shown that they deserve it. They have a win over Scott. You know, they're the only team that beat Scott this year. So that is probably something they can point to uh, for confidence when they get down to Morrison. Yeah. And the other interesting thing to me is kind of the underlying, you know, it's not a key storyline, but it's still there. Your sleeper team, Millard North, can they parlay that district championship into a, a run in the state tournament, upset Lincoln Southwest and maybe make it to the championship? Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I looked up and saw this the other day and I, I told Mary and coach uh, uh, Teresa George in the history of Nebraska state soccer, there's been two seasons where either Marion or Miller North wasn't in a final, um, which is just absolutely mind boggling to me. Um, so if one of those two comes out of that bottom half of the bracket, I mean, it, it, it would in most seasons be like ho-hum, but you know, this season, if Miller, if it was Miller North, it would be a bit of a surprise to most, but you're absolutely right. They have, they have come up in big spots and against Gretna in the district final, um, they pull maybe the best keeper in the state, Sydney Anderson out of goal, put her at forward just to get a presence up there, kind of throw the dragons a curveball. Um, it'll be interesting to see tomorrow if they, if they stick with that plan. Um, they had a sophomore keeper that stepped in and came up with some monster saves against Gretna. So um, yeah, very interesting stuff uh, tomorrow as well to say tournament. And to kind of tie it all together or eliminate all, uh, all, all uh, your championship, Gretna, Lincoln, Southwest, I, the semifinals, Lincoln or Gretna, Lincoln East, Lincoln, Southwest, Omaha, Marion, kind of the path you took there, but Gretna Southwest, that's the one that everyone wants, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I went chalk. Um, in that tournament and we we all know what that means when you're when you're picking a bracket at, at the state tournament but um that would be a that would be a whale of a game that really would um i think gretna having to go through potentially lincoln east and then a lincoln southwest um would be uh, much like uh, lincoln southwest on the boys side that would be gretna really earning it um so lincoln east is going to be a a very, very uh, difficult game for Gretna. That is not a, an easy one. Um, and it's not one that's guaranteed yet. You know, both those teams have to win in the first round. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, Gretna against an undefeated Southwest team um, that that is stingy, doesn't give up a lot. Gretna's offense, the most goals scored in the history of Class A girls soccer. Um, yeah, juicy. That'd be a juicy one for sure. Have we ever had an all Lincoln championship looking at this? We have Lincoln East, Lincoln Southwest. I think, uh, I believe we had one. Um, and it was one of the two years that, uh, that Marion and Millard North did not play. In it. And then the other, the other year I think was a uh, Millard West Omaha West side. Um, so, but I think, the, I think you bring up a great point there that Lincoln soccer, um, 
I don't know if it's a revolution. They they've been great this year. They've been at the at the top, uh, near the top of, of the polls, um, and uh, multiple teams. You know, you in a lot of years you'll have one team that that is uh, that's good and kind of puts their nose in the in the metro in the metro way and, and kind of tries to bully their way into things. But you have two teams in, in both brackets, and, and um, yeah, that that I think is uh, is a storyline to watch this week for sure. Yeah. And then going to class B, um, let's start with the boys side. First round, Lexington, South Sioux City, Elkhorn, Mount Michael, Columbus, Scotus, Omaha, Scott, Platteview, and Bennington, Grand Island, Northwest. We kind of have those two favorites that we're expecting to come out of each side of the bracket, Scott and Lexington, but who can upset the apple cart there? Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's it's a great question. I mean, those two are uh, head and shoulders kind of uh, above everyone else in that class. And, you know, combined, they have two losses. Um, Scott beat Lexington for one of those losses. Uh, Scott lost in a shootout to Lincoln Southwest for the other loss. Um, I would be it would be to me a major surprise if those two didn't play for the state championship. But you know, just like some other groups or some other teams in this tournament, you know, Lexington starts with a South Sioux City team that is always capable. They are, um, especially getting them on a big field, they, uh, I think they'll show their possession game and, and, uh, and there'll be an early challenge. Um, you know, Scott, if you get by Platteview, then you've got either a Bennington um, or a Northwest. Both those teams have been firmly in the mix in the top five all year. Um, you know, so that would be a challenge too. Scott, I, I think, is built for this tournament. Um, they don't, they just don't give up goals. I mean, they haven't given up a goal since the first weekend of the season. You know, they have, they defensively, um, you know, John Myers, the defender, um, and then Zach Weiss at, uh, at keeper. Uh, they're, they're just so good defensively that, you know, fortunately you got to score at some point um, to win one of these matches and, and they're just not giving up goals. So uh, yeah, I, I would consider those two teams heavy favorites, probably the heaviest of favorites in any class to get to the championship. And considering that they outscored their opponents 50 to three in the six sub districts and district matches, I yeah. don't think we're going to get much argument there. Yeah. And all three of those goals Lexington gave up in blowouts, you know? Um, but yeah, they, uh, they are, uh, it, it would be a fascinating rematch um, to, to see those teams go again, you know, and throughout the course of a season, the teams change quite a bit. Um, and so from what those two teams were the first weekend of the season, um, if they get to, to next Wednesday's title game, um, you know, roll them out there and, and let's see. And that's what you have picked for your championship and you have Scott winning. What would Lexington need to do to break through that Skyhawks defense? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um, you got any, you got any tips for them? Um, I don't, you know, that it, they, they scored. They're the last team that scored on Scott. So they, you know, they would go into that match probably knowing, Hey, this isn't, this isn't Ivan Drago. We can, we can beat this team. Um, you know, I, I think they, uh, they would want to possess the ball. I would, I would imagine they'd tell you that that's the, the route they'd want to go. Um, and, 
you know, it, it, it would be an uphill climb for them as well in, in that match. But again, they, they are fully capable of doing that. They've been scoring goals at a, a crazy clip. Um, so they would have the confidence. Um, and, you know, that, that would be must-see theater for sure if those two, two could connect. And then moving to the other bracket in Class B, girls – uh, surprise, surprise, Scott's the favorite. I'm just going to put that out there before we start. Um, those first round matchups, Norris Lexington, Omaha Duchenne, Omaha Mercy, Omaha Scott, Omaha Roncalli, and Lincoln Lutheran Raymond Central against Columbus Scotus. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, Scott is, th- this is one of John Carlson's best teams. Um, they, uh, they do it offensively at CC Barron's is scoring goals at a wild, wild pace. Um, they do it defensively. They're not giving up goals. Um, John, uh, John Carlson, I, I, I think firmly believes they have the best defense of the state, no matter what class. So, um, you know, they are the, uh, the team to beat for sure. Um, you know, starting against a Roncalli team that, that they, they've beaten this season, conference opponents, um, you know, but a Roncalli team that, that went on the road and, and scored 11 goals in a district final, you know, so, so they're going to be playing with some momentum, some confidence. Um, you know, that other side of the bracket is the one that, that I'm going to kind of want to keep an eye on. And, and, you know, you have your unbeaten Norris against a Lexington team that, that beat Blair in the district final round. Um, they're, they're in their first state tournament playing with some excitement, some momentum. Um, Duchenne and Mercy, uh, again, conference rivals playing in that first round. You know, Mercy is capable of getting to the semis, getting to the final. Duchenne is capable of doing that. Um, you know, Norris is probably favored over Lexington um, and Norris, obviously unbeaten. They're capable of doing that. So, you know, whatever team comes out of that other side of the bracket um, and gets likely a scut in the in the final, um, I, I think you you have to watch that. You have to see um, if scut can uh, can handle one of those groups and uh, continue to do what they've done all year. And just looking looking at your notes here. Um, it almost kind of feels like a 30 for 30 year championship. You picked Omaha Scott over Norris, but if we get Norris and Scott, the Skyhawks this season outscored in class B matches, outscored their opponents 69 to one Norris is seeking its first win at the state tournament. So <laughs> if Norris beats Scott, it kind of feels like that 30 for 30. What if I told you a team yeah. <laughs> seeking its first tournament win yeah. beat the team seeking its seventh state title since 2009? It, it just it feels yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. At 18 and 0, it's hard to call Norris David, in a, but they would be David in the Goliath matchup. And, um, and you know, I, I think everybody would tell you that. With that being said, you know, we have seen, we've seen in, in recent years, and I know Scott coach John Carlson's not going to like me bringing up this bad memory, but we saw Elkhorn and Skylar Heinrich go in there and, and, and pop a couple of goals and beat them in a state final when Scott probably in the other 10 positions on the field was much more advanced than Elkhorn was, um, but Elkhorn did what it needed to do and, and got it, got the ball to its best player. And, you know, the best player in the state that year scored a couple of goals. So 
you know, it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Um, it would be, it would be documentary worthy <laughs> should it happen. Um, but yeah, um, that's what makes the, uh, the state tournament so fun is you, you just don't know what's going to happen. And then that other one, that matchup that you're kind of circled that, that raised an eyebrow to me, or that's interesting is the Duchenne Omaha mercy. You pick Duchenne to win and the sleepers mercy so it kind of seems like one of Duchenne Mercy could get right there, um, you know, conference rival facing Scott in the title game. You're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. Um, you know, Duchenne has won, I think, twice against Mercy this year. Uh, I could be wrong about that one, but um, convincingly won. Um, Duchenne is a very good team, a very solid team. And, you know, I had noted in that prediction column that if it, if it, whoever Norris gets in that semifinal, if they get by Lexington, whoever they would play, it, that would be their toughest match of the season, no matter if it's Duchenne or Mercy. Those are two very, very good teams that play in a tough conference. Um, so, you know, have some, have some losses. Mercy has uh, two class A losses. Um, and then obviously they've lost to Scott and Duchenne. So um, that semifinal would be tough uh, for Norris. So, that would not be a surprise to see either of those two teams get all the way to, to Wednesday's final and, and, you know, get one last crack at, at their conference foe for sure. Well, I'm looking forward to the tournament. I'm sure you nailed a hundred percent of these picks, every, single <laughs> every game, right. Yeah. Uh, but we'll have, we'll have live updates on Omaha.com throughout the entire eight day event. You'll be tweeting out updates at Nick Rubeck, OWH. Um, I'm looking forward to eight days of soccer. Yeah, let's do this, man. Plenty of Red Bull ready. Let's, <laughs> let's get after it. All right. Well, Nick recorded this right before he heads to Morrison Stadium for the first day. So we're right here in soccer mode. I'm looking forward to it. Until next time, thanks for joining us, Nick, and thanks for listening. Hit it, hit it.